Hello, 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 and welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, the incomparable Joe Moffitt, sitting here posted up live at work. Bored out of my mind. It's New Year's Eve. I'm ready to have some fun, but I'm stuck here till 10, so I figured, what the hell? I'm going to hit this mic, flip this damn show out, so that way once I roll up out of here, we can go have us a good time and get fucked up. Um... First and foremost, with it being New Year's Eve, I want to tell everybody and wish everybody a happy new year, prosperous 2016. We all need to get on our money. I all need to get on our grind and make sure that our business is taken care of and be completely and totally successful. But as we relic over these last few hours that remain of 2015, you know, I just want to take a chance to go over some of the craziness in what I'd like to call this episode 2015, a crazy ass odyssey, because that's what it was. A completely, totally crazy ass year that consisted with bags of crazy shit. And <laughs> it's even given some people the faith or the, should I say the lack thereof of faith in a lot of goddamn things in life and liberty and pursuit of happiness, you know. One thing in particular is here we are at New Year's Eve and the whole entire country is on kind of on the edge as well as the rest of the world waiting on some terrorist attack to happen or some crazy shit to pop off. You know, my biggest problem, of course, will be and always will continue to be crazy-ass white folks. Um... Sorry to disappoint, but you gun nuts have been one of the biggest problems of 2015 are these people who feel that everyone needs a damn gun. Well, I'm going to be the the first one to say it in a blatant format. Not all of you retarded rat bastards need motherfucking guns. Some of you niggas is just entirely too fucking stupid to really deal with the idea saying that you need a motherfucking gun. Half of y'all are dumb as dog shit. And wouldn't even realize how to spell gun until you walk into the damn gun store. And then you think, hey, it's me, smell gun, yay. Gun owners, some of you retarded motherfuckers. Some of you, some of you gun sellers need to have y'all damn backgrounds checked and, and brains examined before y'all figure out the way and figure out the people that y'all decide to give guns to. It blows my mind how some of these gun owners get guns. I've seen some of you motherfuckers get mad in traffic. What in the hell are you going to do if you're actually pissed off with someone and you have a goddamn gun? Really? And that's supposed to make me feel all good and gravy and safe because your ignorant ass got a gun? Then they go through this big-ass argument of, oh, well, uh, if, if everybody had a gun, there'd be no gun violence. Every, damn near everybody has a gun now, and there's too, too much fucking gun violence. Not to mention, they always say if everybody has a gun and someone starts shooting, then everyone will attack them. Well, no, what if you're in a room with a motherfucker that you can't stand? Both of you motherfuckers and shot this motherfucker, but you niggas still can't stand each other, then y'all fuck around and shoot each other. Or even worse, be sitting there having and shot somebody and thinking your ass feeling all good and great, and, dun, 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 and then next thing you fucking know, you got a bullet flying in your ass from the police because you're in the ass and shot somebody and they think you the motherfucker doing the bad shit. The point I'm trying to tell you folks is that all of this bullshit conceptualization that you guys are having pertaining to people and ideas, y'all need to understand something. People are people. Ain't nobody going to jump up and go and save somebody's life for the benefit of not saving themselves and I know this. Yeah, if their life is in danger and there's a gun pointing at their head, I believe 100% that that motherfucker will shoot somebody. But I'm not going to depend my ass on the line of somebody else having a damn gun. I mean, it's, it, it makes no damn sense to me. That is a logic that, to me, will always be the dumbest fucking logic of the planet. 
Speaking of dumbass logics, the whole biggest dumbass logic of 2015 that was in human form came from our oh-so-beloved friend, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Every week I see this, every day of every week of every month of every year that I have seen this man on the news, he's made my stomach hurt, but never hurt as much as he has this year. I was an inkling, a minute outside fan of Donald Trump. Reason why? Small shit. He did WrestleMania. That was the only reason why I liked it. I thought that maybe he was a pleasant person and he liked having a good time. So him doing WrestleMania was a big ups on in my eyesight, you know, because you got kids at the show and he's he's being a part of this entertainment complex. Now I, I love my WWE, you know. So, but this year this motherfucker uh, has completely and totally lost, lost. His fucking sense and sensibility. And, I, and it, it, I go back to a few years ago. I was, I was working for my mother. And y'all know y'all have heard the story about my mom and everything. If not, you guys can go back and check out some previous episodes um, in reference to the, you know, $100,000 that I was supposed to be gaining from her and woo to woo and shit like that, which she still emails me about in some psycho format. For some reason right now, I can't call it. But... She, I, I told her that I was, you know, doing some business research and I told her I had bought this book by Donald Trump and I think it was Robert Yakashuma, whatever that nigga name was. Y'all know it's the rich motherfucker, Yakamura or some shit, I don't know. And it was talking about how to be rich. And I told her I bought this book and I was going to read this book. She said, Brian, with all due respect, you need to take, that's my middle name, by the way, Brian. Only my family call me Brian. Fuck you if you call me Brian. I will not respond to your ass. I will let you say that shit 175 times, and I will not even fucking look at you, just so you know. Now, but, and I tell her I bought that book, and she said, you need to burn that book. It's full of shit. I was like, my, I ain't even opened the first fucking page yet. She said, you need to get rid of it. It's full of shit. Now, mind you, I found the book in the dollar store. I just thought it was something interesting because it was Donald Trump. And you see Donald Trump, you know, you see money and success and, and bad hair and bad bitches, you know. So I'm like, hell, who wouldn't want some advice from that shit? Nah, I never read that book. And I always figured I was like, you know, I, don't, I wasn't really in the mood to listen to my mother anyway at the time. But. I listened to on that end, and now I see that that motherfucker is crazy as hell, and reading some shit that he didn't wrote might not be the best damn emphasis for me. I, 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 you know, it could be like going across a goddamn Ouija board reading that fucking book. I'm not having it. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Then, of course, this year has been the biggest just... Uh, <laughs> I can't recall a year in my life other than and I and I say that I say that but I have to backpedal because the the year of the the Rodney King beatings and and the the, the aftermath of the police officers being acquitted of the crime and the riots in Los Angeles even after that situation even with all of that that took place there was still a large distance as far as things that were going on in in the world. I mean, it, it wasn't it wasn't really that bad after the fact. Now, we've had a single incident of Rodney King 
in comparison who, you know, Rodney King lived. And now we have an, a, a limitless list of names, including Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice, India Kager, and Freddie Gray, that have been killed either by the police or outside of custody or while in police custody. It's it's hard to, to it's hard to imagine a mother having to wake up this morning and see all this cheer and fanfare and, and, and all of the people in the world that, that are getting ready to celebrate the, the end of the year and bring in a new year and they they have to feel this by missing a relative or or and I know they're not the only ones, but you know I pray for anyone that's lost someone this year. But when it comes to a police officer not doing their job, you know, there's such thing as negligence. I used to sell insurance. And one thing that we, one big, dirty, nasty word that we hate in insurance is negligence. And so when you have to deal with a situation of negligence, that makes things pretty hard on cities. It makes hard things on communities, makes hard on families. You know, there are cities right now that want to expand and grow and can't because they're having to pay hundreds of millions of dollars in, in lawsuits in reference to crimes being committed. And not really crimes per se, but just being stupid. You're a police officer. You pull a gun on a suspect. If that suspect has no gun, you have no reason to have no gun, to have a gun in your hand. You can have a baton, you can have a taser. There's a multitude of weapons that police have to their disposal that they choose not to use, but instead feel more relief knowing that they've taken someone's life. Fuck black and white. I'm outside of it looking black and white, even though it's black that is happening more too. Let's just look at it. At, at, doing our jobs and not causing negligence because let me let you in on something else ladies and gentlemen for those that don't know and ain't caught on to a lot of the methods and the madness of my show when cops fuck up they fuck us over because it's not the police who pay oh whoa, whoa, let me rephrase it's the city that pays not the police it's the city that pays for that negligence and who funds the city and gives them their finances through sales taxes? It is the people. It is the taxpayers that pay the taxes, that pay the cops. So when the cops fuck up, they fuck all of us over. Whether you had a reason or not, use common sense. I pray that, that, that police are safe. I have cops that are my friends. And that I love and respect and adore and will look out for me in any way, shape, form, or fashion I need for the benefit of keeping me safe. I don't want nothing to ever to happen to these guys. I don't ever want to see anything happen that would cause pain to these gentlemen. And them knowing that they got a body over their head by simply not doing their job right? I mean, damn, if you've... If you're a police officer that has ever shot anyone, I pray for you because I hope that you're able to get a good night's sleep 
even if you had reason, I know it's hard to live through that. To the family members that, that have loved and lost, I, I'm going to say something to my, my black people, my white people, my Mexican people. If you don't want to deal with crime, if you don't want to deal with cops, don't, don't commit a crime. And I know that's very slim pickings, particularly, for instance, in the Sandra Bland case. That was complete and total police negligence. Tamir Rice, complete and total police negligence. There's no reason why these police officers had to pull a gun on a 12-year-old child. On a 12-year-old. That is absurd. And shoot him dead in the street. Sandra Bland was arrested and taken to jail for a damn traffic violation. If she didn't reach out and punch that cop in the dick or try to leave a stiletto heel up his ass, there was no reason for her to even have to come out of the car for the traffic incident that was committed. It was bullshit they went too far. And as a police officer, you know and you should know when you're going to goddamn far and when the situation is escalated and when you need to take control of the situation. You ain't taking control of a motherfucking situation if your ass is escalating the situation, which in the video showed happened with Sandra Bland. Now, I've said my piece on that. Let's do our jobs, officers, in 2015. And people, let's not put ourselves in the immediate eye of police. Stay away from the cops. Shit, you know, goddamn. I ain't done shit this whole year to get pulled over. Lord knows I probably done some shit that should have got my ass put in jail, and yet I, they don't know. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Just, let's just use our minds a little bit, folks. Seriously. It won't hurt to think for two fucking seconds. I promise you, ain't nobody going to be mad at you. We'll thank you. I'll send you a fucking gift card. I don't give a shit. If you use your mind and you want a gift card and you show me proof that you was in a situation that you could have been a dumbass, but you weren't, I'll send you a fucking $5 gift card every day of the goddamn week just for not being stupid. If that's what it's going to take, fuck it. I'll do it. Now, I'm off my soapbox on that issue. And it's technically kind of hard to fall off that soapbox. And we know that police can do their jobs. We know they can do their jobs. We know police know how to apprehend criminals and do their goddamn jobs. Wonder how we know? Ask Dylan Roof. Ralph, whatever his fucking name is, bastard. Dylan Ralph, you know, the kid who got the burger and fries after being apprehended for killing nine people. In a church, nine human beings, human beings, take color away from it. Y'all got to stop being stupid. Take color out of it. These are human beings. This young man found a plausible reason to kill nine people, and yet the police officers and federal investigators in the state of South Carolina, along with the FBI, were, were able to apprehend this young man and bring him in for his damn justice without a single gun being drawn. Well, let me rephrase, without a bullet being fired. You know how to do your jobs, officers. Quit being fucking scary.
Do your damn job. If you're going to be a job, the part of being a cop is being to protect and serve. Keyword, protect. Protect. Sandra Bland was not protected. Tamir Rice was not protected. Freddie Gray was not protected. Keyword, folks, for fucking protection. Do your damn job, and we ain't going to have no problems. Cops do your job, niggas stay out of trouble. Deal? Deal. Hell. And it's bad enough when you get outside of racism and you get outside of cops, you know. This has also been the year of where we've seen two terrorists, a Marine corporal, and a football player. No, I, well, let me rephrase. I actually wrote a joke for this. Sorry. Two terrorists, a Marine corporal, and a football player walking to the shower. Who gets fucked first? And then I was like, neither one of them. It was the sandwich guy who gets fucked first. That nasty motherfucker. Man, if you're rich and you have the thought capacity of doing something stupid, I let you boy, man. My name is Joe Moffitt. This is the Joe Moffitt Show. My email address is thejoemoffittshow at gmail.com. If you're rich and you about to do some stupid shit or you know you're already involved in some stupid shit but you, you want to get out, holla at your boy. I can get you out your stupid shit. Make sure your ass go home. Or for even better, keep you from doing stupid shit in the future. You know? And yes, this includes motherfuckers that's doing stupid shit like looking at child pornography. Old people that still sending motherfucking money by wire transfer to niggas in Africa that they ain't never met. You lonely motherfuckers that think it's better to go out and shoot a bunch of people instead of keep trying to find some pussy. And you retarded motherfuckers that's giving bitches pills instead of giving them to get some pussy. You know who I'm talking about on that one, Bill. Hi, Bill. And you know, I ain't forgot about your dog ass, you limp dick motherfucker. That was one of the biggest goddamn stories of 2015, and that shit didn't pop off till yesterday because them niggas had to make sure that they hit the goddamn statute of limitations on his ass before that shit ran out and they heard of him pull the case on him. Which, by the way, to the prosecutors of Pennsylvania, y'all better get it right. Y'all done bought this shit up, you better get it right. Because if you fuck this case up, you're going to fuck it up for every other female that had the opportunity or could have had the opportunity to have a fair day in court and not cause it to where this motherfucker is going to get away with all of this shit. And I still got to be that guy and I'm going to piss somebody off and say it. If you took 10 years to tell somebody that somebody uh, purposely touched your pussy without your permission... You's a dumb motherfucker. Stop doing that shit. You stop being scary. You ain't shit to be that that motherfucker ain't gonna do nothing but go to jail. I mean, goddamn, y'all kill me with that shit. They said some of them women waited 12 years to say something. Shit, hell no. Beverly Johnson's monkey ass waited over 20 years to say something. You ignorant. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not gonna believe you after 10 no more. When he ready to tell everybody, no, fuck you. You took it, there it is. Ain't no use of crying over fucking spilled milk now if your ass wasn't going to do nothing about it. It's responsibility. It was your responsibility to stop this monster from ever being able to do this again. And your sorry ass chose to take your uh, irresponsible ass to the house and deal with it. 
But yet you want me to sit here and, and, and cry for your ass like Judd Apatow. Fuck that shit. I'm not no pussy ass nigga. I'm not going to sit here and say that that motherfucker was wrong. 100% wrong. But you just as wrong if you didn't bring it to the forefront years ago that could have stopped these incidents from happening. That could have prevented. This could have stopped it at 10. This could have stopped it at five. Some people could have stopped it. Somebody could have stopped it at one. And didn't do shit. You know? But you want me to feel bad about it, bad about it now. No. Sorry. I ain't going to feel sorry for your ass no more. But like I said before, I hope the prosecutors in Philadelphia, in, in Pennsylvania, I hope they get it right, man. Because he deserved to burn for what he did. Every inch, every single inch of his ass deserved to burn in hell for what he did. But when the first one didn't say nothing, you caused all of this ripple effect. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the, the concept of the it's about the women. No, it's about justice. These bitches didn't want justice. They gave it away. And when the first one gave away justice, then the second one gave away justice, then the third one gave away justice, and the fourth one gave away justice. Each one of you gave away justice, but all of y'all go back to that single seed, that first one. That's where the justice should have started and ended. And we wouldn't have never had to deal with that dumb ass show with them ignorant ass kids that didn't look like his big nose ass. Motherfucker. That's the way I look at that goddamn situation with Bill Cosby. Y'all can kiss my ass with the Cosby show. Take the whole DVD up my ass crack. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Another big story that captivated the year, and I did touch on it in previous episodes. It was in reference to same-sex marriage. Um, first of all, I, I, the United States, to me, did the right thing because I feel that everybody has to be has the right and, and as an American, to be miserable with one motherfucker for the rest of their life, if they choose to, to put they, they cocks and cunts in them clips and <laughs> well, motherfuckers can keep a leash on their ass, well, hey, you know, that's, that's just what some people want. I'm not going to judge you. Just, you know, you do you, boo-boo. Let's cut out some of the parades, though, and all of the, you know, goddamn, you know. And which on the flip, I heard some shit saying that they've been catching hell getting divorced. They let them get married, but they won't let them get divorced. You know, that that's all around some fucked up shit too. So yeah, so we've had the gay dispute, we've had the crazy ass politics, we've had crazy ass warfares, guns and terrorist attacks and, and prayers for Paris and prayers for the United States and prayers for Syria and prayers for the European refugee crisis and and. and Prayers for the Middle East and prayers for everything in the world and all of this from this craziness. And yet, we see things in this world that are absolutely amazing beyond compare. And let me tell you what I mean. If you're ever in a position in your life to take a little time to put a smile on a kid's face that could be dying or is dying or ailing from some fatal and, and terminal and, and just horrible diseases to, to see them light up 
and to see that child smile is one of the greatest things that you could imagine. You know, to 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 see some of the the greatness that has come from people at times of tragedy, like here in Oklahoma, um, with, with tornadoes and and things of that nature, and we've we've seen people come together and and be as one, and and not worry about the color, not worry about the creed that they follow before the incident happened. It all comes back to doing what's right and looking out for your fellow man. And to me, I salute those people who stick their necks out for others. I salute those that are hurting. I salute those that are going through trials and tribulations. I salute those that have been through life struggles and I'm still sitting here tonight, December 31st, 2015. Your ass got a pulse. You got a voice. And you can do better as we embark into the new year. Let's not look at New Year's as a new start. Because it never is a new start. Shit don't change that much. It's the same shit today. That you're going to be the same shit you're going through at 8.38 p.m. is going to be the same shit you're going through at 12.01 tonight. The only difference, the only difference is that maybe, just maybe, you might have a little bit of clarity. This is all this is, a reflection of the last year and to plan and to make clear for the year to come. That's what New Year's is for, folks. Ain't got nothing to do with no fucking starting over. Half of you lazy-ass niggas and I already went to the goddamn gym, passed out, and now you done drove home, made a hamburger, sitting on your ass on the couch, drinking some shit. Don't play with me no goddamn New Year. I ain't have a... If if I was to have a New Year's resolution for 2015, for 2016, it'll be real easy. I want to have more fun and be more lighthearted next year than I was this year. This was a real long, long and hard year. Even with doing the show, you guys would think that, you know, this is my fun. This is my verse. But there's, you know, it's hard reading news stories about babies being shot in the street in Chicago and shit. It's fucking hard hearing news stories about a parent accidentally shooting a goddamn child for them coming home from school because your scary ass got a gun. It's hard reading that shit and being funny all at the same time. I do it from time to time, but it's hard. I, I know we didn't laugh much on this one. But like I said, after you, when you reflect on a year like 2015, man, it's hard to crack that smile. But yet I'm here. We've made it. We've pulled through. And all we got to do now, folks, is strive and keep pushing to do more and more and more. And if we continue to do that, we all shall be successful. This is Joe Moffat. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. This is our 23rd episode. I'd like to thank everyone that has ever listened to my show. I, I, I pray for you guys. And I thank you for all my followers. I'm thankful for all of the people that have supported me. I thank you for people, whether you've said kind words to me on Twitter. I've had people come up to me in the streets that have listened to the show and have adorned me for what I'm doing here. And it is you people 
whether you're in Enid, Oklahoma, Los Angeles, California, or goddamn some city in Kazakhstan. I love all of you guys. And I appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Never let you go, man. Y'all fuck with me. I'm always going to be here pushing this product, and I'm always going to be here handling my business, slinging these jokes to these motherfuckers nonstop, because that's what we do. But again, I'm getting ready to shut it down over here. Thank God. Thank you for everybody that supported me. I love you guys very, very much. And I appreciate you. And 2016, we're going to start going weekly again. Yes, the show will now be Wednesdays, 8 o'clock, every week. Never fail. All right? That's my promise to you guys and for my followers and for the people that support the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you very much for your time. Want to give a special shout out to people, all of you that know that supported me and all of y'all that's got my back. You know who you are. I love you. Y'all are my life. And I wouldn't be doing this without you. Thank you for everything. Love all love you. Let's have be safe tonight. Everybody get home so y'all can check the next Joe Moffat show. Because you can't listen to Joe Moffat show from jail, motherfucker. If you get put in jail, don't none of you niggas come calling me. I ain't bailing your asses out. I don't bail out drunks. Fuck you. You should have studied better from the book of how to drive drunk. If your ass don't know how to drive drunk, get the fuck out the car. That's all I'm saying. All right? Peace and love. This is Joe Moffat. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat show.